Welcome to Platypod, a podcast where we talk about platypuses and films, and platypuses and films in conjunction with one another, or also sometimes separately. And my name is Hazel. And I'm Stephen. All right, well, Stephen, what are we talking about today? Um, today we're talking about the art house classic Bones of the Alchemist by the director um, Eric the Strange. And uh, this film came out about 1983, and um, it's, it's had a, a little bit of press, but um, kind of unknown until the recent Blu-ray release. Okay, so was this your first time watching this film? It was, it was. And so, I was flabbergasted. Yeah, I mean, me as well. I mean, obviously, it was far beyond all my expectations it was an orangutan yeah i mean this the cycle of it in its interior was pretty much a deluge um i thought it was profound clear-cut and concise i mean the audience was possessed literally yeah i mean people walked out of the theater with guinea pig dust in their hair yeah there's some kind of attractive curve yeah to it it's like a limbo you know when you're watching this and you descend um and it has a quite a long-lasting impact it's almost like everything takes on the tones of this film until you obtain an exorcism of some sort yeah like i mean it's very lunar you know there's a there's a certain regeneration but i think what finally snapped me out of it was um uh, a particularly rough trip to the restroom. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, are you going to give us a little bit of a synopsis, or should we just uh, launch Sure, in? I'll try. Okay. So, the, the film starts with um, an eclipse, and then um, the eclipse is like a, a portal, and all these crows come flying out, and then there's like this rising song you know it's kind of almost like a like a singing in the rain or something it's just so vibrant you know and um there's this re-emergence um i don't know what did you think of that theme i thought it was oh the nests yeah were amazing they were Uh, the nests were so full of marbles and flocks of sheep yeah it was kind of like a zodiac but with four mystic lions instead of three. But there wasn't that much buried symbolism. I thought it was pretty understandable, not too, like, porous. So did you just watch it this once? Yeah, just just this once. I actually watched it twice. Okay. Like, in a row. And I feel like, upon the second viewing, I saw a lot more hidden hoof prints. Yeah. It was almost like boars were trotting upon every word okay it's a bit like pasta in that way i mean yeah so I think there's a certain warmness to the colors i think what's nice about it is you know the external apparatus is well formed is a very well formed jello mold as is right but once you delve into the jelly there are yeah. all of these olives and all of these pineapples and a lot of latent decapitation um yeah and so it's like waters. i think 
I even need to see it a few more times to really like understand the full like depth of its gelatinousness. Right. I mean, there's a lot of old gods in this film. Um, did you have a, a favorite? A favorite part of the film? A favorite? A favorite god. I mean, um, well, there was a prism. There, the tree. Yeah. Um, the silver tree, definitely. And the way it whistled. The one that formed out of Pericles' genitals? Are you yes. talking about that one? Yes, yeah. that tree. Yeah, that was, and, um, that was pretty shadowy. And the whistle was just a, an intuitive uh, weeping. Very of, beguiling, yeah. Yeah, it was like a waterfall. Mm. And I was wondering, I specifically uh, was wondering what you thought. Like, did you think that there was some undertow? Or did you think that it was mainly a glistening? I thought it was reminiscent of an undertow, but not, like, exactly. You know, I thought, like, it wasn't quite gold and not quite silver, but it stressed, you know, a certain folkloric comparison between the two. Um, but without, like, knives and daggers, you know, it was a lot more self-contained. It was kind of like a Piscean film, I feel like. It was very, um... It, it was almost like a limelight. Yeah. You know, and there was, it was trans, the transmutation yeah. of a chartreuse into, oh, what was the word, what do you, chartreuse into mm. an elephant. Yeah. And Which, the moon, I mean. Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how much this should, should be deciphered. How much this should be enlisted in the service of haranguing yeah I mean or sweeping do the immortals want to be disintegrated you know like maybe this is a more of a sensory film like maybe we just should skim over the nothingness like yeah I'm just wondering if um, it would be a travesty to write too much into yeah. this because it was so beautiful just taking it at um, leg value. So maybe we should start by talking about the cinematography. Okay, well, the cinematography was better than a lobster. I mean, it overflowed my libido. I felt like some kind of swan in the Kabbalah. I mean, there was quite a lot of progress yeah. down below. That's, I'll say that. Yeah, I had to go to my meditation room. Right. Yeah. And it was like... Like a torso made of sugar. Right. It was like... See, I can't even directly describe it. I have to only speak in metaphor about it. Because it was so... It's almost like it expressed... Um, certain silky, like, Sabbath, you know? Yeah, uh, like a... Like a funeral rite. Right. But also like the bursting of a uterus hmm. it was like the the uterus was filled with snakes and then an eagle flew down and devoured the snakes but then all was sublimated inside the sun if that makes any sense you know like so there were seven directions to this film and yeah i think that's where the solution 
Like that's, that's where the meaning lies. That's another thing I wanted to ask you about. Um, the sun in this. So I couldn't help but think of the sun as a sort of crystal ball. A sort of like look into the possibilities of uh, hummus. Yeah, I mean, hummus or tetramorph, like, who really knows? I mean, I think you'd have to ask the director, but I don't think he would tell you. Well, because he's I mean, twice born, he were, so I mean, were, who yeah. even is a sponge? Even if he were still outside of his egg, um, there's definitely a certain um, excrement inside of this film, like psychologically. I mean, I think Freud would have a field day with the color brown in this film. But I think it's like. The issue I have with going too far with this is the same I have with dream interpretation. Right, it's... Just, if you, like... It gets too, like, much like a pupil. You don't want it... Yeah, it's... You don't want to hum in that it's way. It's like... Like a glistening, buttered roll. Right. And then you, you get all these ants coming in and they eat the butter roll, and those, that's, like, the intellect trying yeah, to... Yeah, and there goes your ...pull picnic. it apart, you know, you like know? Osiris. It's just... Yeah, the picnic's ruined, you know, like... Where even is your mouth at that point? Yeah, so I'm trying to resist the urge to endocrinize this. Right. I think it would be better to consume the film, like to take the film reels and then just put them slowly in your mouth over the course of a few hours. It's because I, I think there's something about this that would definitely be digested more right. fully by the intestines than the mind, than by right. the, the brain. Yeah. The brain is just like, completely insufficient. The, the process this. is not right. No. It's like there are too many eyes on this body, and it needs to go within. Yeah, and I. Oh, there was another part of it uh, towards the end. Can you guess what part I'm talking about? The, the part with the passive angelic. Yes. So, what did you make of the anklet? But it was the eye of Ra, but it wasn't in its turtle form. I'm just, the emphasis that was placed upon it, it yeah. felt very momentous and very important. It's almost as if I can, like, if mm. I can season the cheddar, the, the cheddar of that. Yeah. A, I think the, adornment, then the, the key whole will, movie would will just appear and the movie will unlock. Yeah, fall right. into the butter. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a device, and the device can be made sense of, but it must but we? it must remain solar. And yeah, that's yeah, like see, this is the thing. should we? I don't know. I almost think that it's impossible to even talk about this film. I think it's kind of worthless. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we should just yeah. sew our mouths shut and I think become be a phoenix, you know, like, like go from a, a circle yeah. to a line. Just fall into the vortex. Yeah. Become a nexus. Well, I think that's the, the yeah, final I penetration. I mean, um, I so, don't know. readers, uh, write back. I'm going to my mouth shut right yeah. now. Let us know what you thought, and uh, thank you or for listening. Or maybe not. Or not. If you don't think that this movie should be right. talked about, then just 
don't even bother. All right, well, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.